everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is a two-part episode that is a Kelly O solo show and I am talking about network marketing. Now you're probably wondering what? Let's put this under our business series. I've actually been meaning to do a show where I educate anyone who is not yet in the know or maybe has some questions about network marketing, you might have heard it called direct selling, multi-level marketing, MLMs. Um, If you're one of those people who someone has approached recently about joining their team in a company, we talk about you know, many examples of network marketing companies, companies like Beauty Counter, Rodan and Fields, Pampered Chef, Tastefully Simple, Isogenics, Beachbody. I could go on and on and on. These are the types of companies we're talking about. And network marketing is an industry and it's a profession that has been around for a long time. And it's truly one of the most misunderstood um, professions, but it is just that. It is a profession. It is an industry. And I talk about quite a lot of stats um, and share a lot of information and maybe explain a lot more of what so many people don't understand. The reason I'm doing this show is I personally was first exposed to network marketing when, gosh, I'm, I'm guessing it was probably earlier than I thought. I think maybe my first experience, and I share that in these episodes, was when I bought candles from a distributor. And then it was probably Pampered Chef. So it was more as a customer. Uh, And then I was exposed to it as uh, a customer of Arbonne, which is a skincare company. I still purchase from them. Um, And then I actually was a business consultant for them for a while. But it was at that point when I was first exposed to the opportunity to earn money with these different types of companies. And I did quite a lot of research and I'm glad that I did because I have always known that if you, one, choose the right company, that's a reputable company, and you do the work, which is what a lot of people are missing when they hear about network marketing opportunities, it's work. 
you're not going to make money if you don't work. And that's true whether you're in corporate America, whether you start your own blog, whether you start your own business. If you're not willing to hustle and stay in it for the long term, then you're not going to make money. And I think there are so many myths and misunderstandings about network marketing as an industry, about different companies that I've I've really wanted to do this for a long time because I've always been very bullish about the opportunity for women specifically doesn't mean that those opportunities aren't there for men. But you all know that I'm very passionate about educating women to become financially strong and independent and to pursue their passions. And for many, particularly in this time of coronavirus world, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people have had their hours cut back. A lot of people who are in the service industry are suddenly, you know, without tips, without income. A lot of gig economy workers, you know, people who have had a lot of extra money working Uber um, are now not having that income because people are shying away from that. Hourly workers, uh, retail workers. Um, this has always been something that has been a challenge as far as job stability, but more than ever. And so I thought, I think this is incredibly timely for me to put out this two-part episode and just educate any and all of you. Some of you listening might have been approached by me. I'm involved with about two, let's see, two, maybe three different network marketing companies that provide income. Um, and I, I, you guys know, I'm a strong advocate for all of us having multiple streams of income. That's a positive, positive thing for all of us to pursue. But network marketing companies, if you are willing to do the work, provide a tremendous opportunity, and there's just absolutely no barriers to entry very minimal upfront money, if any, is required for most of these companies. And the upside is limitless. Um, now, a lot of people, the, the average person is not going to go into a network marketing company and in 30 days be making five figures a month. There are some rare cases that someone does. Um, but most people will make, you know, on, on average, 500 to $1,500 a month. Um, and I, go, I kind of go through that with this two-part episode. I go into the various levels of earnings. Now, again, these are my personal estimates, my personal observations. But really, again, my intention with recording this episode is to educate any and all of you who maybe someone's approached you with a network marketing opportunity and asked you to join their team. And you are highly skeptical. You have heard all of this nonsense online about pyramid schemes or, oh, this is too good to be true or, oh, it's a bunch of crap and only, you know, three or four people at every any company make money. You owe it to yourself to have an educated opinion. You owe it to yourself to make an informed decision. And that's why I recorded this. I went into great detail. This is going to be two 45-minute um, episodes. So 90 minutes in total where I go into just about every potential objection I've ever heard, explain how this works, explain what you need to understand, explain um, the benefits, the opportunities, how this difference, how, why, how and why this is different from working in corporate America, um, the smart ways to go about it, how to evaluate a company and discuss its merit, how you determine, you know, what's a, a solid business opportunity versus one that could be a little shifty. What what are red flags? I go into all of that. 
Um, and hopefully this will help some of you make um, informed decisions because really, truly, right now is an amazing time um, for this to be one of the things that you're looking into as far as earning extra and potentially full-time income. It is, there's no limits for you. And this is why I recorded this show. I want you to be in the know and understand the industry, the profession, what is expected from you or anybody who's joining any of these types of companies in order to earn an income, and also to understand the opportunity. Because too many people write off or poo-poo the products or the opportunities because of misinformation. You owe it to yourself to do some research, listen to this when you can, and then don't hesitate to reach out to me and feel free to ask me any specific questions that I haven't covered here. Even if you know, you're know you looking to join a company I'm not involved with, I, I just sincerely believe in the industry. I believe it's a fantastic opportunity. Again, when you pick the right company and it's the right company for you, a reputable company and a company that's in alignment with what you use and believe in and can recommend to other people. But I'm happy to answer any questions. And of course, if you're interested at the end of this in um, learning more about the companies I'm involved with, where I make money as some of my streams of income, don't hesitate to reach out. Sit back and enjoy this, again, two-part episode on the industry and the profession and the opportunities for you in network marketing. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Kelly O Show. I have been meaning to record this episode on network marketing as an industry for a while. And considering it's my notes here have been sitting on my desk for the better part of probably six to eight weeks. And every week something comes up and I put it off, not intentionally, but considering everything that's going on in, in this world with the coronavirus and how many jobs it's affected, I have more people literally every day who maybe were um, poo-pooing uh, different opportunities like this in the past, but now a lot of people have lost their jobs, have had their hours cut back. Um, their certainty is no longer certain as far as their job. Um, and people are just having all kinds of issues with income now. I thought, now is a really opportune time for me to record this. What I, what I hope to do here is just give you a lot of information to evaluate because um, whether this is, you certainly have an opportunity, you'll see at the end of this video um, and this podcast to join me in some of the, there's several companies that I'm involved in to varying degrees. I shop from some companies, some companies I'm an active consultant from or a consultant for, excuse me. Um, but there's so many other opportunities with fantastic companies out there. And what I hope is that this, um, podcast here, this video is going to help a lot of you get past the hangups that you might have. Um, understandably, you know, there's a lot of misinformation that's floating around about network marketing, but I hope that this will calm a lot of your fears, answer a lot of your questions. I've taken note of so many of you that I personally know um, some of the objections you've shared with me, some of the hangups that you have, some of the misunderstandings that you might have about the industry, about potentially certain companies. And I'm going to cover all of that for you here and put this out and let any of you use this 
as needed. If you have questions for me personally after the show, um, you can reach out to me, whether you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on the podcast um, from the Kelly O Show, if you just want to reach out to me on my blog, whatever's best, you do that. Um, But again, the purpose of the show is to educate you on network marketing as an industry, um, not necessarily specific companies. I will mention some specific companies that I know of that I'm a customer of, some of which I'm involved with as a consultant. But let's get started. Um, Network marketing is an industry um, that has been around for quite a while now. I'm going to share a lot of stats with you. Um, You can do additional research if you want. I'm not going to share every conceivable stat on the planet. I'm sharing what I feel is the most relevant. So typically, when someone like you has been approached by somebody else to either buy products from them because they've gotten involved in a network marketing company. Like, let me give you some examples of some network marketing companies so that um, you are familiar. Because a lot of times people might be familiar with some companies, not even realize they're a network marketing company, um, but they've been approached by a different one and they're all skeptical and they've got their you know hair up on their back and they're like, ooh, is this one of those weird pyramid things? <laughs> which just makes me laugh, Um, but I'll get into that in a second. Um, So some of the companies that I know of that I either buy from, am aware of, have bought from in the past, or have some type of involvement with. Um, Beachbody, for example. I have been using Beachbody workouts for as long as I can remember. I think they have some of the best uh, workout programs on the planet. In fact, I am rejoining them as we speak because, frankly, I have so many people that come to me that ask for at home workouts. If somebody has a either an affiliate program or in this case, a direct marketing, network marketing, MLM opportunity, if you can make money recommending something to somebody, why wouldn't you? And that is a hang up I will address down the road because that is what keeps a lot of people surprisingly from taking taking a dive into whether it's a network marketing opportunity or an affiliate opportunity or whatever. For some reason, people don't want to make money. I don't understand that. Why wouldn't you? If you're not doing anything shifty or illegal or taking advantage of somebody, why would you turn down money? I don't, I can't understand that, that mindset, but we'll get into that later. Beachbody is one of the companies that I love. Uh, I purchase Lash uh, Boost from Rodan and Fields. They are an exceptional company. I'm going to be uh, sharing that story because that is actually a tremendous story on the legitimacy and efficacy of this network marketing industry, um, which it's a good time to note, is a $190 billion annual, uh, not organization, um, profession. $190 billion in goods are being sold through network marketing. That should tell you right there uh, the size and scope of this industry and this profession. This is not poo-poo side stuff that's being done in you know, the black market. This is a legitimate um, monitored business and it's just a different business model. And frankly, it's one of the smartest business models out there today, particularly in the year 2020. This is a very timely, even pre-coronavirus, I would say this, but particularly coronavirus and, and after. Uh, this is going to be a very um, opportune 
business opportunity for most people to make a stream of income. It doesn't have to be your only stream of income. It doesn't have to be the only thing you do, um, but you would be foolish to not look into it if you find a company that's perfect for you. And we will go into that as well at the end. So Beachbody, Rodan and Fields, you've probably seen a lot of uh, folks sharing Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is an MLM network marketing company. Um, Arbonne, I actually, that was the first network marketing company. Actually, I think it was Pampered Chef. Pampered Chef and Tastefully Simple were the first couple of network marketing companies I was exposed to and started to purchase from. Actually, there's more now that I'm thinking about it. Um, And I don't know if this one in particular, uh, Gold Canyon Candles, I think Gold Canyon is a network marketing company, but oh, Salt City Candles. I bought Salt City Candles uh, from an independent consultant. Then I bought Gold Canyon Candles from an independent consultant. Um, I've been to Pampered Chef parties. I'm sure you've been to Pampered Chef parties. Tastefully Simple, Silpata Jewelry. I believe they're no longer in business. Um, uh, I'm just trying to mention some some names of companies that you will you might be familiar with if you're watching this. Of course, you know I've recently become very involved with Isogenics. I'm extremely um, impressed with their product lines for fitness, health, and wellness, nutrition, um, isogenics. Let's see. Um, so I mentioned Rodan and Fields, Beachbody, Pampered Chef, Tastefully Simple. Arbonne is a skincare company. I still buy there. I think they have the best uh, eyeliner on the planet. They have great skincare. Um, I just use Globiotic Skincare right now. That is not an MLM company. Um, so those are just some of the companies. Avon, Um, Mary Kay has been around forever. Um, In fact, that's a great book to read by the founder. So these are some some household names that have been around for a long, long time. Um, Do your research. I mean, I am not asking you to listen to this podcast and go out and make a knee-jerk decision. You are a wise consumer if at any point, if someone's offering you a job, if somebody is offering you the opportunity to join a network marketing company as a business builder or a consultant, whatever that company calls them, do your research. But if you're smart and you listen to my pointers, you'll know what to look for. And then you can make an informed decision. You know, it's not, it's not the right fit for everybody because the bottom line is I'm going to share all of the stats and figures and what to look for so that you can choose a a network marketing company um, that you'd like to get involved with. Or maybe you've already been invited to a network marketing opportunity and you're listening to this podcast because you want to hear more about the industry and make sure you're not getting involved in some black market op situation. Um, I still encourage you to do your own research, but ultimately you have to know this. The thing about network marketing is this is a profession. It is an industry. It still is a job. And I'm leaving a pause there for a reason. The big misunderstandings that tend to happen with network marketing are that people hear a lot of the huge success stories. I know I did when I was first exposed to Arbonne Skincare. I had a lot of women um, who would tell me, oh, join and you know, invest this amount of money and buy all of these. Now, I will tell you some of the things to look out for to not do. These are practices that are very much frowned upon now, but 10, 15 years ago, not so much. There were people that would work the system and, and try to get themselves up to higher levels of income faster. 
that's definitely not as much the case anymore. Those are things that if you see them now to be a red flag, 10 or 15 years ago, there were practices like this that are kind of shifty that you would stay away from. I mean, the bottom line is across the board, what you should know about any network marketing opportunity, it should not cost you hardly anything. Probably I'm going to estimate and say no more than $200 at the most is what you should be putting down um, as a requirement to get started. Most companies, if, if, if you wanted to say, what's the bare minimum I can put down for money to get started? Most companies, I would say, would be $40 to $150, meaning here's your basic package. If somebody approaches you and says, well, to get started, you have to spend $5,000, that's bullshit. And that's something that you should really investigate. That's probably a red flag. Um, Most highly reputable um, network marketing companies who are a member of the Direct Sales Association, that's that's an organization you're going to want to look up. Um, For me, that's usually how I measure whether I will get involved with a company or not, if they are a member of the Direct Sales Association, because that is a governing entity that um, ensures ethics within the organizations. It's like the FDA or the FTC, the, the Direct Sales Association, right? That's, that's my measure. Um, if a company is paying that organization to be um, monitored and watched and they are abiding by their rules and, and regulations, that's a good sign. So across the board, you should know when joining pretty much any network marketing organization, you should not be expected and told in order to get started, you have to spend $1,200. In order to get started, you have to buy all of this product and keep it in your house. Those days are gone. There definitely were times 10, 15 years ago where people would again game the systems and they would say, like, for example, when I started in Arbonne, there was a woman, um, she was very shifty and she told me like, here's what I have people started. I didn't, I wasn't savvy enough and assertive enough to push back and say, I don't have that kind of money to get started. Um, I think I did spend that kind of money. And back then they encouraged people to keep stock in their house to host parties and sell physical stock. That is typically not the case. Most companies do not expect you to keep product in your house, okay? So I will reiterate all this stuff towards the end of the show, but I just wanna make sure that when things pop up in my head, these are typical things that people have questions about, know that upfront. So Network marketing is an industry. It is a profession. It is a a business model that is very smart, that is very legal, that is very monitored, and is very popular. I will reference again, $190 billion globally per year. And there are approximately 116 million people who are participating in network marketing businesses. If that many people were operating in pyramid schemes or Ponzi schemes or black market operations, don't you think somebody would have caught on to that? Okay. This is legal. This is not a pyramid scheme. Pyramid schemes are illegal. As long as you are joining a company, and again, I recommend that you look at companies who are associated with the Direct Sales Association. That is my recommendation, not a rule. 
if you are joining a company who has products or services that are sold, and that's what you are asked to do to make money, you make money based on selling more product. Yes, quite often you will also be building a team so that you have more people that are helping you sell more product. But if everybody's getting paid selling products or services, you're actually, that's called capitalism. That's called like how we, what I do if I go to a store or a restaurant in non-corona days, right? In normal days. As long as that's what's going on and that's how you make money, that's legitimate. That's normal. And that's just a different way of what we do in normal corporate America, what we do in any mall, what we do in any bookstore. Um, It's just a smarter business model. And we will go over that um, again a little bit further on in the show. So network marketing, we've talked about it's 190 billion, not million, billion dollar industry employing 116 million people plus over uh, the globe. Okay, it's been around forever. Uh, the company I've, I've mentioned a lot of companies that you've probably heard of. Um, I am involved as an active consultant for um, Isogenics because I firmly believe in their products. I also am re-signing up with Beachbody because I'm recommending their workouts all the time, and it just makes sense for me. I am a customer of a lot of companies like Arbon, like Rodan and Fields, like Pampered Chef, like Tastefully Simple. Um, there's probably some I'll think of beauty counter. I've ordered some products from them. Um, I could go on and on and on, but the first thing that people usually ask is the question I've already covered. Is this a pyramid scheme? Okay. So what I will say to all of you who are, if somebody's already approached you, or if perhaps you and I have had a direct conversation, some of you will be watching this because I've had a conversation with you, or I've said, you'd be really good. You should join my isogenics team, or potentially somebody else is referring you to this show because they want you on their Beachbody team, or their Tastefully Simple team, or their Arbonne team, whatever. If you have this, oh, isn't this a pyramid scheme? Is this one of those things where you have to sign people up and and blah, 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 and you have this queasy, weird feeling? I've already addressed the pyramid scheme, okay? Pyramids are illegal. That's like when I was growing up, I'm 50 years old. So when I was growing up, there used to be this thing where people would would send you something in the mail and say, put a dollar bill in 20 different envelopes and send them to the people on this list and you'll get $1,000 back in an, you know, Like those are scams. That's not selling anything. If you're joining a company and you do the research and you see, for example, Isogenics, I've done the research on Isogenics. They have been around, oh, I'm a little embarrassed. It's either 13 or 17 years. They are just at the tip of hitting a billion dollars in annual revenue. Um, They have fantastic products. It's in perfect alignment with me, what I stand for, fitness, health, and wellness, basically everything with Isogenics. Uh, the reason that I joined and decided not to just be a customer, but to proactively share the products and build a team is because as somebody who's been in the fitness, health, and wellness space, the line of products that they have is everything I've been buying on a regular basis from Vitamin Shop or GNC or Target anyway. Why wouldn't I buy them all in Isogenics where I know they're completely pure, free from sucralose, free from artificial colors and sweeteners. There's plant-based products that I need to take as opposed to a lot of them that are filled with dairy. They have all the products that 
everything I've been doing to educate other people on what you need to be taking, digestive enzymes, probiotics, um, CBD oil, all natural energy drinks, plant-based protein. I mean, I could go on and on and on. This is stuff that I've been learning I need to be taking. I've been teaching others. I've been recommending products on amazon.com. Now I have a company where I can recommend products and make a lot more money when I recommend those products, when I recommend a product and I send you to Amazon, I'll probably make 50 cents to a dollar. When I recommend a product package with Isagenix, I'm going to make 50 to $250 per recommendation based on several variables. I can make a much better income by recommending and sharing these products that I take, that I purchase, that I believe in. And then I'm going to be recommending, I can make a lot more money with this company based on the compensation plan than I can by sending people to Amazon. Certainly than I can as an influencer working on a sponsored post for a brand. And a lot of you that might be watching this are influencers. You might be former Fitfluential ambassadors from the company that I used to run. You might be an influencer or a blogger that's involved with any number of other companies out there hoping to get sponsored posts. Here's the, and this is an appropriate segue here. Here's the big news flash about that. For all of you who are contracted with a brand um, and you're an ambassador and they're paying you maybe a quarterly stipend, they're sending you a certain amount of product every month and you might go, well, this is good. You know, I've got a good relationship with this product um, or, or this brand, or maybe you're a brand ambassador. There's a lot of supplement companies out there um, who have brand ambassador programs out there. And I know they pay commissions, but I can guarantee you a couple of things. Number one, as somebody who has run an influencer marketing agency for the better part of seven years, inevitably, what will happen, there are economic ebbs and flows. We're in the middle of what's probably the beginning of a a pretty significant recession. That's when um, optional spending areas like social media, like influencers, like working with bloggers and paying bloggers to market and build brand awareness. That's when, when companies start to really cut back and save money, you as an influencer or a blogger who has been getting all of these perks and being flown in for trips and fun events, those will be the first things that will be cut. And I've worked with enough big brands who around the new year, we would get a call. And I mean, these are big companies. I don't want to name specific names, or but these are Fortune 500 brands who would call us and go, they just fired our entire social media department. We don't have any more budget for bloggers. We don't have any more budget for this. They're cutting the entire program. A lot of you who are watching this, you've been a part of a brand ambassador program where suddenly the rug was pulled out from underneath you. I can think of several people off the top of my head, some of whom are now involved in some of these companies like Isogenics or Beachbody or Tastefully Simple, whatever. They were working with brands, um, uh, whether it was through Fitfluential, and then they got hired by that brand and were getting paid several thousand dollars a month to do you know, blogs and content and, and video. And it seemed like the gravy train was flowing, but inevitably that brand was not seeing a return on their investment. And this is a lot of where there's a huge disconnect with bloggers and influencers because 
there's been a long period of time where bloggers and influencers were paid just because they had an audience. They were not paid on the results that they were creating. So what I mean by that, if you're, if you're listening to me going, what do you mean, Kelly? There's been a certain amount of time in the past years in the influencer marketing space where if a brand was working with you, they'd say, oh, great, Kelly, you, you have this, man, this much traffic on your blog. You get 50,000 you know, views on your blog every month. You have 10,000 Instagram followers. You have 70,000 um, followers on Twitter. Your total social reach is, let's just say, a quarter of a million people. That's awesome. So because we think we're going to pay you $1,000 a month to reach potentially 250,000 people, this is awesome. Beginning of the year, they think this is awesome. And they pick 12 bloggers that have that kind of reach. And they think, well, we're going to pay $12,000 a year per blogger times 10. That's $120,000 a year we're going to put out because that's going to get us in front of let's say 250,000, 2.5 million people. And they're probably thinking, we'll spend 120,000. I'm going to just do the math with you because if if you don't know this, this is how brands will calculate this kind of stuff. So they're probably thinking, if I get in front of 2.5 million people, okay, here's what I'm doing, 2.5 million, and I convert 3%, I should make $75,000. Now, if they thought they'd only make $75,000, hold on. No, 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 forgive me. That's not dollars. That's 3%. They would think if they were getting in front of 2.5 million people through all those bloggers that I mentioned, that 75,000 of them would buy product, which let's say they're selling a $20 product. That's $20. So they would make $1.5 million if they, if, if those bloggers did what they said. And, and, and out of that, they ended up having 75,000 people buy. But what happens is the economy starts to tank. We have coronavirus. And suddenly, this brand at the end of the year has paid out, what did I say? Um, 10 bloggers times $1,000, $120,000. And instead of 75,000 people um, buying the product, Maybe they had a 0.5%. So it's, they, they were in front of 2.5 million people. And instead of you know, 3%, they did 0.0025. So that's like what? Maybe this many people bought a $20 product. So then they've only made $125,000 at the end of the year. And they've spent $120,000. So they're only like, profiting potentially $5,000. Somebody at the end of the year has to go to their boss and go, okay, here was my great idea in January. I said we were going to hire 10 bloggers and reach 2.5 million people and have 75,000 customers buying 20. What did I say? 75,000 was 75,000 times 20. I said we were going to get $1.5 million of sales out of these people. But instead, we got, what did I say it was? Whatever that was, $75,000. That person will probably get fired. And that entire, everybody's going to go, screw this. Influencers don't work. We're not going to spend money on influencers anymore. Or they'll put out an edict within the company and say, we're not going to pay influencers anymore. It doesn't work for us. Okay. Now, a lot of you are getting on your high horse right now understandably and going, well, that's bullshit. I know that when I, you know, share something with my audience, they buy, 
Okay. Generally speaking, I've run an agency like this. I know six other owners of six other agencies and networks. Typically, in the past, bloggers and influencers would do more of what I would call show and tell. They would put up a post and say, isn't this neat? This is awesome. They weren't really trying to sell the product. Okay. Here's the big news flash. Okay. It doesn't matter if we're talking about network marketing. It doesn't matter if we're talking about corporate America. It doesn't matter if we're talking about you starting your own paleo brownie company. You make money when you sell, period. So if you're watching this and going, I want to make X amount of dollars, I want to make an extra $5,000 a month, but I don't want to sell. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be that person. That's going to be me referring you to another show where I talk about a course I developed called The Opposite of Nice Isn't Nasty, where I teach people how, number one, sales is necessary to earn money, period. Number two, people are selling all the time. They just don't realize it. Number three, sales is not a dirty word. There are the bad salespeople who take advantage of people. There are people, let's use coronavirus as an example. The guy who goes out and buys, you know, buys up every hand sanitizer at the dollar store and says, I'm going to buy all of these hand sanitizers for a dollar because people are in need and I'm going to take advantage of that need and I'm going to sell these to them for $20 a pop or for $60 a pop because they're really hurting and they'll fight over it. That's shifty. That's evil. That's working without integrity. Those are the type of salespeople that deserve to be called schmuckwads. But if you are doing a quid pro quo, an equal exchange of services where I give you this product, you give me money for this product, this product is what you wanted, this product is helping you, this product is is what you need, and you give me an appropriate dollar value for that, that's an equal exchange, that's selling, that's good, that's how you make money. So back to the blogger example, for those of you that are influencers, that are bloggers, that are watching this. At the end of the day, if you want to work with any brand or any company and make money, you need to be selling product. There is no brand who is going to work with you for five or 10 years and pay you $500 a month or $5,000 a month for a blog post that does nothing for them. Inevitably, that ship is going to sail, okay? Inevitably, that dog ain't going to hunt anymore, Somebody's going to go, why am I paying you 60 grand a year? Why am I paying you $12,000 a year? Why am I paying you? What is the point? You can argue, oh, it's brand awareness. Oh, I'm getting. At the end of the day, if somebody is paying you money and you're not doing anything to help forward their cause, would you do that? If you started your own paleo, let's say paleo brownie company, if you started a paleo brownie company tomorrow and it cost you um, every batch of 12 paleo brownies that you made, if it cost you $60 to make that and you were paying a blogger $50, let's just say 60. So say it costs you $60 for every batch and you're paying a blogger $60 a month to, to, to put up a blog post. And after five months, you've paid her $300 and you've given her a, a, a batch of 12 brownies. So you've you've actually paid her $120. So let's say $120. Now you're out $600. You've gotten all that exposure, but she's driven two sales. So you've made, let's say you charge $15 
I have no idea what you would charge. Let's say you charge $15 for a dozen and you've made $30, but you've spent $600. If that was you, would you keep paying that blogger? Would you keep paying that blogger going, let's see, maybe if I pay you another $600, I'll make another $30? No, you would be wise and you would cut back and go, this isn't worth it. And it wouldn't matter how fluffy and pretty and nice and convincing that blogger was. She might have the best of intentions. If she's not selling, that's not a smart business model. So for all of you who are bloggers, who are saying, I'm making a good amount of money on sponsored posts. I'm going to stick with that. Inevitably, those things will dry up. And if you start to look around the industry and you look at people who are really making great money in the, like, let's just use the fitness, health and wellness space. Okay. If you look at people who have made a solid living, very few of them are doing a lot of sponsored posts. Why? Because they've smartened up to realize that they've built an audience, they have built influence, and they make more money selling a product or service that they have made than saying, hey, here's what I'm going to do for Quaker Oats. Like Quaker Oats comes to you and says, I'm going to pay you $2,500 to do a blog post. The amount of work that you'll do to put into that blog post that your audience is going to kind of look at like, well, she's obviously working with Quaker Oats. It doesn't mean they might not love it, but you know, ultimately you've, you've worked so hard to build your audience. When you think about sponsored posts that are one-offs, the amount of work you do for the, for the return that you're going to get and the promise of work in the future, it doesn't add up. And so most people who are smart, savvy business people will see that the best decisions you can make when you are already active in, in a space, you have a blog, you've got influence. And, and even if you don't have a blog, um, for those of you that are watching, if you don't have a blog, don't worry. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that you, you have a huge disadvantage here. But you can absolutely be smart and be savvy and say, okay, I've got this audience what makes the most sense for me to be making money here? Think about the people who have developed their own ebooks of workouts and are selling them, their own ebooks of cookbooks. Most smart and savvy, and, and the people that are making really good money, and some of them might surprise you. They've figured out that getting sponsored work from brands doesn't last, it is not something to rely on. When that's what you make the most of your money with, in this day and age, out of all the things that you could do, and I encourage all of you to have multiple streams of income, and I'll go into at the end, I'll wrap this up, and when I say, what, could, what does multiple streams of income look like, I'll wrap that up. We're talking about affiliate income, we're talking about ad income, we're talking about maybe two or three network marketing companies, having your own products, having your own email newsletter, you know, marketing opportunities. Those are the types of things we're talking about here. I have seen, and sometimes it just gives me like the chills when I see a blogger who is choosing to make a lot of money from a shit ton of sponsored posts because everything they put out is ad, sponsored, ad, and it's cheesy and it's written in ad and, and you can tell it's written in the way that the brand wants you to write. And it just makes those of us that know you and that follow you go, Literally, like everything you put out is you on QVC. Now, you might be listening to me 
because I'm always able to put myself in your shoes. I'm always able to put myself in the average person's shoes. You might be listening to me going, well, Kelly, if that's the case, you know, why would I want to then join a network marketing company where I have to sell somebody else's product? I'll get to that in a second. It's completely different because when you choose, if you are to choose a network marketing company, you're choosing something that you are investing your time and and some of your money into for a long-term opportunity. You are not getting involved. Ideally, you are going to research a company that is a good fit for you. It's a good fit for your audience because the beautiful thing about network marketing, and I'm going to describe this with an analogy of cardio versus strength training in a second. The beautiful thing about network marketing is the opportunity to earn residual and cumulative income. So income that grows. Whereas when you work and you do a bunch of sponsored posts, you do a one-off post for this brand. It doesn't perform well. They'll never work with you again. So then you're forced to go out and do a lot of work, chasing a lot of brands, negotiating, and you're working with all these different brands and you become a brand whore and you're working with all these different things and people are like, oh, here she is. Last year, she was promoting Polar Harvey monitors. Now it's Timex. Now it's Garmin. Whoever gives her a free one, she'll promote it or shoes or whatever. Or, oh, first she was doing this mud race. Now she's doing Spartan. Now she's doing Warrior Dash. Whoever gives her a free one, she'll promote it. If you're being smart with the network marketing company, you will pick one network marketing company and you will stay with them for the long term Because when you do that, you are building a residual cumulative income that grows. It grows and grows and grows. That's why that's smart. And when you choose a company like me, I chose Isogenics because I'm like, first of all, I ordered the products. I tried the products. They had a remarkable, huge impact on my health. I was having bloating, um, elimination problems, feeling like just bloaty and gassy all the time. And I get these products. And within a week, I did a whole YouTube video on this. Within a week, all the issues that for some reason I couldn't solve myself, they were gone. And then I realized like, oh my God, they had this product. They had this product. You know, I mean, we probably order, uh, I don't know, four or $500 worth of product every month, but it's tax deductible now. It's a business expense. Like it's just, it just makes sense. I was spending that at a different store. Now I'm spending it here because they're caught their, their products are so quality. They're in alignment with the types of things I've been preaching about forever. Probiotics, digestive enzymes, uh, vitamins every day, CoQ enzyme 10, fish oil, um, plant-based protein, sucralose-free protein, um, plant-based protein bars. Um, I have my organic greens every morning. I have adaptogens. That's stuff I've been taking for years. This makes sense. That's why I could talk about it. Look, I'm just naturally talking about it in this podcast. I'm sharing it with you because I, without question, can recommend it to literally everyone I talk to, because if you want to be healthier, if you want to lose weight, there are no, you should be taking all of these products. And by no means will I say that this is the only company that offers high quality. Are there other plant-based proteins out there that have no sucralose? Absolutely. There's more of them every day. Are there other companies that make organic greens? Absolutely. But I chose this company. I believe in their founders. I believe in their products. I've tasted them. I like how they the vibe is there. The compensation plan rewards me. And this is where I'm like tying my anchor to. And let me just tell you, you watch me. I will be still talking about this company and these products a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. 
and my income will grow accordingly, just like my team is growing accordingly. So let's just wrap up the blogger influencer part of this, because this is a really important and quite a lot of you um, who are bloggers and influencers really need to just be aware. This is why it's a good idea to consider as one of your streams of income, joining a network marketing company that's a fit for you. Because if you are relying on sponsored content and doing a lot of it, number one, the amount of work you put out versus the money you take in, it's not worth it. And if you are going to get distracted by having a good month and going, wow, I brought in four grand this month. If you think you can predictably bring in four grand and make $50,000 a year blogging, you probably could. But you could probably take that same amount of effort and be making double that in one network marketing company without question. You choose the right compensation plan and the right company. And wouldn't it make sense to pour all of your efforts into something that's, that's more natural and easy versus going, oh, I got to set up all these props. I've got to make you know, something with oatmeal. And then next month, I've got to, how do I promote these weird walking shoes? It just... It's, it's a more natural fit when you choose something that's really a vibe, a natural vibe for you. Like if you're really into makeup and you're also, it, it's very natural for you to be talking about, look, the makeup that we put on our face, our skin is our largest organ. Um, when we put makeup on our face, it directly enters our bloodstream. If you're talking about makeup, if you have a beauty blog, beauty counter, a company like that, that's just a perfect fit for you. Or it could be a perfect fit. I have a lot of my fitness people who are beauty counter reps because they're talking about label reading when it comes to food. And so for them, when they do a, a feature and say, what makeup do I use? Then they, they talk about their skincare and they talk about makeup and they say, this is why I use beauty counter because of the purity of the ingredients. It vibes with the purity of ingredients I aim for in my food. See what I'm saying? It's completely different than working with brands. And furthermore, the biggest thing to remember when working with brands, it is not sustainable. If a brand is paying you and you say, oh, I've been working with this brand for two years and now they're paying me this, inevitably, and it means it usually has nothing to do with you, inevitably budgets will get cut, somebody will get fired, a new person will come in and they won't like you anymore. And suddenly that gig is gone. And then you have to replace it. I've had bloggers who were working with protein powder companies that were paying them five, some of them even $10,000 a month. And then bam, that person got fired and they lost the job. So all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I was getting paid $5,000 a month and now they have nothing. When you have a network marketing company, typically, now some of them have absolutely gone belly up. Some of them have been acquired, whatever. But that is not the norm. And it's also not the norm if you choose the right company that's been around for years and years and years and has a solid, um, you know, solid annual revenue. You know, that's where you do your research. But that's not the type of thing that, you know, the beautiful thing about joining a network marketing uh, company as one of your streams of income, you can't get fired. The beautiful thing about joining a network marketing company is there's no discrepancy in pay. There's no wage gap. A guy who sells X amount of product is going to get paid the exact same commission as a woman. There's no disparity there. So you can't get fired. You, there's no limits to your earnings. And uh, there's no disparity in wages. Those are three beautiful things. 
There are limits to your earnings in corporate America. There are absolutely limits to working with brands, even if you are a brand ambassador. And I can guarantee you, any of you that are working on an affiliate or commission basis with supplement company A or supplement company B, there is no way you are making the amount of money you could make doing the same thing you're doing for them in a network marketing organization. You would make two to three times more per year is my predicted estimate, period. I see it all the time. I've seen several of these um, supplement companies. I don't want to mention any names because some of you, I might be I might be reaching out to you that work for some of them and going, you need to watch this. I don't want to name call, but I've seen some of them go, you could earn up to $1,000 a month. Really? What if you could earn up to $10,000 a month or up to $100,000 a month? Those are real. If you're a hustler, if you're willing to kick ass, can you make $10,000 a month in network marketing at various companies? Absolutely. Is it the norm? Nope. And I'll explain some of those factors because one of the reasons network marketing can get its bad name is because people only tell the extremely positive stories and don't tell the more realistic. Uh, they don't set realistic expectations. And that's where people get their hopes way up get very disappointed and then go out and bitch and moan and complain. And that's where there's a lot of misunderstanding. And so I'm going to clear all that up for you. So you have a real accurate picture, realistic expectations, and can start making some informed decisions. So we've talked about some of the first objections most people have. Is this a pyramid scheme? Is this shifty? Is it illegal? It is not. It is viable. And I certainly encourage you, I'll put this in the show notes to look up the Direct Sales Association, do research on the company you're looking at with the caveat. This is very important. And this reflects and mirrors what I just said a couple moments ago. If you're going to do research on Arbon or Pampered Chef or Isogenics or Plexus or Mary Kay, here's what you need to know. And this is reflective of human nature. If you go to Google and you say, how much money can I make in Isogenics? Or how much money can I make as a beach body coach? Or you just type in beach body coach. What will pop up first in any of those searches are typically a bunch of blog posts that are like, why Isogenics is a ripoff? Why Pampered Chef is full of shit and you'll never earn any money? It Usually what will pop up is a bunch of blog posts written by very bitter and angry people saying it's a scam, it's bullshit, I got ripped off, blah, blah, blah. So the reason, now I'm not an SEO expert, but knowing, and I'm taking an SEO course, so I'm understanding how this works a little bit better. And I actually did a podcast about this. You should go listen to that podcast. It's called Something to the Effect of Everything You Need to Know in Life You Learned from Riding a Bicycle. This is where human nature comes in. And I really want you to think about this. Whether you ever say yes to any network marketing company or not, my job here in this show is to just educate you. I think it's a fantastic opportunity for you, but ultimately, if you completely feel 1000% uncomfortable and you choose not to pursue it, that's your choice. What I do want you to know is some of these things, because I think what I'm about to tell you can help you have a different perspective in life and a different way of looking at things in life, which will benefit you. Hey everybody, this marks the end of part one of this two-part episode on all the ins and outs of network marketing, make sure you tune into part two.